Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. These are your hosts, Elena, and we have Justin with us, and we're so excited to be back recording another Q&A episode for you. We have a great question to go over today, and we cannot wait for you to learn and grow from what we're going to share. As always, we really appreciate the ratings and reviews that you can leave us after you listen to this episode. Don't forget to pass the, the podcast along to your friends, anyone you think that would benefit from what we're sharing, and we would love to have them tune in as well. So thank you for listening, and hi, Justin, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing today, Elena? I am doing well. I feel like it's been a little bit since we've recorded because we took, I think, one or two days off, which I'm not used to. So it's nice to be able to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, I think you recorded a bunch of solo episodes. So I think we actually haven't recorded together in probably two weeks. Um, So it has been a while, but we've obviously been busy at work because that's why we didn't record. So the job, the real jobs. And um but it also, I felt bad. I mean, cause I feel I was actually going through somewhat withdrawal. I'm like, Oh, the podcast or the podcast. And even though we had more important things, we had to quit get done for, for work to keep things moving forward. It really was like, okay, this is a little bit weird. I'm, I felt like almost sad that we, we didn't have our couple of days a week purpose um, that we do here. Cause it is fulfilling to be able to give back for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I'm glad that we're able to record today. And hopefully the question uh, helps everyone out with different types of leadership and things to learn. So our question for today is how, as a leader, do you encourage creativity among your team members? Cool. Um, So first, um, I think we should address something in the question is, one is, is what is the definition of creativity in an organization? Because creativity and organizations mean different things. So you first have to think about what is the creativity I'm looking for my organization? Is it marketing? Is it with the operations? Is it in the procurement? For example, in food, is it all of the above? Do I want more creativity in its entirety? So where is it that's needed? Because sometimes turning up the volume equally across all your departments on creativity can cause unbalance. Um, And you don't want your operations team being as creative as your marketing team. Just as an example, because you want your operations team trying to stick to building what they do and their creativity lies in better efficiencies, um, better ways of training the employees better ways of motivate them, um, better ways of sharing profitability with the employees based on work goals or tasks completion. So I think it's like that, but that's a major one. 
um, for me. And Elena's in the marketing or on the marketing team at Food Service Partners. And I would say that her perspective on creativity is probably different than mine or different than Deborah's as the executive director of the business development and client relations team and so on and so forth. So I think part of it is how do you harness individual creativity within the boundaries of their job and their job duties, okay? And by job duties, I don't mean just the job that they're written down to do in their job description. I mean, overall, you should probably look at the humans that you hire in three ways, at least in my opinion. You have their skill, you have their leadership ability, and you have their growth capacity. Okay, those are three major things right there. And in there lies creativity as well. Because a person that can grow um, personally is a creative person. They're always finding new ways to grow themselves. Therefore, they're always finding new ways to solve problems. Or finding new text or new things to read to constantly grow and therefore by nature those individuals are going to grow your organization and grow the members around them if they're doing it in a healthy positive way so creativity lies in the boundaries but it also lies in your ability to use the foundation of everyone's job or their department to also leverage creativity not only within their departments, but then cross-functionally and across departments and cross-training. And that takes trust because I can tell you from my own perspective, when an operations has a creative marketing idea for marketing and vice versa, those things don't always go so well. It's just the nature of the beast. People don't like it. They feel it's overstepping their bounds or their job territories. And I get it. You could, not every person can be responsible for every person's job. And you got to be careful because it's a slippery slope, which we talked about um, in the previous episode, which I will discuss in the next podcast about servant leadership and this dysfunction that happened in our company. But actually, you know, some of the things I will take back from that podcast and talk about service leadership when it's actually used properly and not in the way we used it as a company when we've tried to implement it and how we've changed some things to further do that. But in your hierarchy and in your structure and in your ability to communicate openly about positive things that benefit the company versus negative things about individuals or gossip lies your creativity. Because Here's what happens. In my opinion, if the humans aren't being challenged enough and they're not only being challenged creatively, I mean, not only in their skills, so this is the job that I do, but they've got to be challenged creatively. Why? Because we, by nature, as humans, create myths in our mind. We create big myths that we all believe in. We create small myths in our head that we've got to overcome, and we can create myths in our head. Okay, so instead of creating and having the time to create myths and with our creativity about what someone said about me or the gossip at work or whatever, the point of creating creativity at work is to use that natural, innate thing that we do as humans and creating myths or dreams or, or thoughts that are abstract or dreams that we want to come true one day, turn myths into reality, as we call it, um, 
and FSP. So those type of things um, harness creativity. It's give the mind purpose, give it creative purpose, not only purpose and completion of a skill, but also exercise both sides of the brain, if you want to talk about that as an example. So the left and the right side of the brain, creative and function, but it's within the department and within their function, how you encourage that creativity. Like in operations, I'm trying to create, encourage that creativity and myth building and dreaming about better systems and better equipment and better efficiencies and better benchmarks. For example, you can create those realities and I attach it to their personal dreams and their personal goals and their life um, so that they see it as one complete visionary thread that we've talked about before in another podcast, which is that their life at home and their community, the teams they play for, their friends, their family, their career is all one visionary thread. And in this case, creativity and the discipline to create tasks daily are both important. It's the managing and the balance of both in your own career and in the leadership of others. You've got to stimulate their mind and give it purpose and provide it with some completion of some sort of perceived tangible task every day. Because the boundaries of those perceived tasks and their perceived boundaries allow the creation of what creativity is, which is outside that normal box, in my opinion. What are your thoughts, Elena? To drop the mic on you. No, I think that that was uh, really helpful. I like how you broke down originally into three three separate parts. You said um, skill, employee skill, employee growth potential. And there was one other thing that now I cannot remember, <laughs> but leadership. Yeah. Leadership. I think that, you know, breaking it down and then saying, you know, creativity lies within those and it's going to be different for people in different positions and different departments, um, I think is really important. And you also said, you know, how you define creativity, uh, is really important because that's, you know, the way that you'll, you'll view your employees, your team members, whatever you, call those on your team um, or within your business. Um, I think that breaking it down within those three pillars makes a lot of sense. And maybe we can dive into that a little more. So with those different pillars, I know you said creativity lies within those. Is there a specific pillar you think houses, you know, the most, I don't think of the way to say this, is there a specific one of those pillars, you know, whether it be growth, leadership, skill, or is is creativity a part of all of those? Um, or would you say creativity eventually becomes its own pillar? It depends because I think growth is the pillar of creativity because if you can't see where you want to go and you don't have that myth of who you want to be, like it's a myth, I'm creating of who I want to be. It's not real right now, but it's where I want to be, that that's the creative side of you. The third in this case, the skill and the leadership. I think as a human, we're divided in half, but I think as finding value and getting paid for, we need to have a skill, we need to be able to lead, and we need to be able to have a capacity to grow, which is the creativity. And I don't know why, but things like coloring and art and pushing your mind in that way, working on logos or being artistic or whatever they uh, writing creatively, 
they stimulate that part of your mind. And in stimulating that part of your mind, you have a capacity to grow. And it's going to find interesting because everyone's, you know, I'm somewhat conservative. I'm somewhat, you know, liberal. But interestingly, one of the things I think liberal arts educations do really well is that they expose you to so many different arenas of the world, including philosophy and um, religion and all of that stuff in a way that non-liberal arts schools do. And, you know, if taken to an extreme and putting too much influence in, can a liberal arts education be used negatively? Of course. But I think that in its form, that type of education or an exposure to a lot of things, if you're looking at maybe the 18 pillars of leadership that will eventually be launching, there is exposure in there, exposure to a lot of things in the world around you and different foods. And that type of mentality, just from a character trait, really helps the creativity. It's like you're in search for the human creativeness. So therefore, yourself can be creative. I don't know. I didn't say it exactly in the proper English or even put together a proper <laughs> English structure. I don't think there, but my point being to your question, Elena is growth. And I think that it's through so much exposure, not just education or experience, but really exposing yourself to the world and what other humans do with an extremely open mind. It doesn't need, mean you need to agree with them. It doesn't mean you need to even fight on their side. It just means that creatively, it goes back to listen more than you talk. And it goes back to you learn the most with two ears, one mouth. And so it's that perspective. And that perspective is when I listen and I learn and I ask questions when I'm actually talking, I create a creative experience. So ultimately, the best way to get rid of it is to creativity comes in the ability to be selfless and selfish at the same time. So be a team member and part of the team at the same time. And knowing that you're a part of the team in a creative environment. And it's not in organizations, creativity is not an individual sport or and it's not like painting or possibly music or whatever, it's more based around a team and how that team performs or how that team embraces creativity from others and idea from others is a huge indicator of how successfully, how successful that team is going to be in terms of creativity, in my opinion. So, cool, what do you think? I think also, you know, sharing that people in different industries and in different positions will ultimately have different ways of being creative. And, you know, obviously just saying creativity is that people think of art and, you know, design and things like that. But I think there's also a lot of other ways people can be creative without being necessarily, you know, artistic. I think sometimes artistic obviously is a form of creativity being artistic, but you don't necessarily have to be artistic in order to be creative, right? You know, there's creative problem solvers and people who can be faced with a scenario that, you know, requires thinking outside the box and the ability to do that as well, I think is also creative. And I think that that's a way as a leader, 
uh, as a manager, whatever you may be, that you can really look for creativity within your team. It's not just someone who is able to, you know, do the design and do the marketing, but someone who comes up with ideas, right? Someone who thinks outside the box and is really just a go-getter on their own. Um, I think just kind of breaking out of that shell of, you know, creativity means you are artistic or you are able to, you know, design this or whatever. I think really creativity is so much more broad than that. And really, like you shared, it can apply to people in all different fields, industries, positions. And I agree. And I think that, um, to what you were saying is that, and back to what we were tying the whole thing together is if I believe that I can grow and I have to get some there, I thus have, can have the creativity to think about the steps to get there. And it's not necessarily painting, but I can create these things in my mind. So when people don't believe in growth and they believe humans are maybe incapable or stagnant in certain areas, what happens is they're not, they don't believe in growth and therefore their creative nature is not there as much or if at all, because if you don't believe that the situation can get better and that growth is possible, you're not creative enough to think about how to even make it better. So it's about that mindset, right? It's about that mindset because creativity is often about painting something beautiful that people will admire. So you're like in that case, but in a business, you're trying to create something or or better something. And so what does that really look like? You know? Yeah, definitely. I think that that makes a lot of sense and being able to, you know, set up those parameters and expectations for people in your team as well. And it is a great way that you can actually seek out these different uh, characteristics within people within your team. Um, I think it's important to look for, and especially, you know, with giving it this definition that we've given creativity and how you can really look for it and, and what that really means, obviously it's different to each leader and each person and especially each industry, you know, what creativity really has to mean for that. It would be different for someone leading a team of designers versus a team, you know, people, doing multiple different tasks. Um, but I think that that breaks it down and explains it really thoroughly and really nicely for sure. Love it. So let's talk about the, um, the last part, I think, which of this question, Elena, which is, you know, how do you actually get people created and encourage it in your environment? And I think the best thing you can do is have clear goals and tasks and a vision for your company. I think you can also be very clear in the tasks and the goals um, as you have them and, and set very concrete tasks and very concrete goals within your teams, but then also allow them the growth opportunities. Okay, we're working on this, but hey, I think we can improve on it. Can you guys start to brainstorm what it takes to improve this process or make this sheet better or this document better or whatever it is. So you can create little ways like that to start stimulating it on a very small scale if it doesn't exist in your organization. So. Definitely. And I think, you know, setting up those expectations is very important, but I think also you can usually determine creativity 
from the beginning, even from, you know, the interview process of interviewing. And I think that's sometimes why we have HR departments and people who conduct interviews and things like that is you can, you know, and I've only done this with interns. And then when I led my own team outside of um, my time here with this company is, you know, that's really what you're looking for when you're interviewing someone, right? Is this someone who will be able to solve a problem? Is this someone who will be able to, you know, handle an obstacle or a task without having to be managed, you know, and, and looked over every single second. And I think that that kind of comes with the territory of, you know, conducting thorough, um, or having thorough conversations prior to, you know, either giving an assignment or hiring an employee or whatever it may be. I think that those are sometimes things that you can look for in people from the beginning. And I think that that's an important piece. Obviously you would only hire somebody or want someone as a part of your team or your brand or whatever it might be from, you know, having those initial conversations and liking, you know, the projection of where this person is going or where they can grow. And this kind of ties it back to what you were saying originally is growth is a part of those three, you know, things really that define creativity. Um, I think that that's a very important thing to point out is this is something that can, you know, someone has to grow obviously in whatever role it is, but these are things you can also see in someone who has that potential to grow from the beginning. I agree with you. And I think that um, fostering it and taking it upon yourself as a leader to foster that creativity and, and reward it and make sure that you're guiding it safely when you have young individuals that come in showing it if you yourself have a skill yourself in this. But guidance is can help those individuals, but you have to work on it yourself first, right? I have to be creative myself and understand the skill myself before I can teach it to someone else. So, um, or including creativity, it is a skill. Um, some people come by it naturally more than others, but I think it is a skill you develop for sure. So thank you, Elena. Definitely. Well, thanks so much. I think that this question was really helpful and hopefully it help someone else uh, to learn a little bit more about creativity and how to find that and help your team to grow in that way. And we would love to have you listen in again or submit your own questions to us by email or by social media. We will link all of that in the description of the video below. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram, and we would love to have you join us again. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.